Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Batch Chat. Today, we will be talking about episode six of season 16 of The Bachelorette, which is now Tasha season. Um, I feel like this was your standard Bachelorette episode. Just a lot of just a lot of dude drama. <laughs> just a lot of the guys going back and forth. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So last week we left off with Brendan's one-on-one date. So Tasha had gone through one group date, her first group date, uh, the pool one where they were playing that ball game and Riley and Spencer were getting into it. And then Brendan's one-on-one date. Um, so now it's time for the second group date. So the guys on this date are Montel, Ivan, Demar, Ben, Chasen, Ed, Joe and Bennett. So these are the guys going on the second group date. The group date is a grown-ass man challenge, which actually seems like the bar is on the ground. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that. But this seemed like a little more creative than just, you know, a sports um, date wherever they're just, oh, winner goes home or loser goes home, winner gets to stick around, you know. But... Um, yeah, I just feel like we hadn't seen this in other seasons. So Ashley and Jared joined them for this date. So I'm assuming for the guests that are joining, like, so we had Desiree come on there. We had the comedian. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Um, we had Ashley and Jared. I feel like who else have we had so far? I feel like that's it. But I'm assuming they're not making their guests quarantine because why, why would they quarantine for days for maybe a 10-minute uh appearance on the show right but i just wonder is it worth it to have i mean just uh, okay i assume they're tested but they're not quarantined would they go as far as letting a false negative like ruin their bubble i don't know i feel like that'd be such a mess and like a disaster but you know what i guess it didn't happen (laughs) but anyway so they're there the first challenge within this challenge is kind of like a knowledge challenge at first i thought it was just a math challenge but then they had them spelling things they show bennett like talking about how he went to harvard this should be a breeze and then mr harvard is just getting all of these questions wrong he can't do some basic math he can't spell limousine and ed even says that Harvard might want to drop their tuition after this performance, which I thought it was hilarious. Uh, they also had a breakfast in bed event where the guys would be cooking breakfast for Tasha, but Chasen decides to go a different route. He goes shirtless, he puts on that apron, and he says that he's the main course, which obviously, you know, the guys just were like rolling their eyes. And then we have Bennett uh, for the last challenge. Bennett decides to give it his all. He whips up a wonderful breakfast. He's got some flowers, some roses on there. He's in a robe. He joins Tasha in bed for breakfast in bed. And it just seems like he put a little bit more effort. He went a little further to make it more intimate. And although he wasn't so great in the other events, he ends up winning the whole grown-ass man competition. Ed, on the other hand, gets the man-child award, and he has to carry around, like, I don't know if y'all did this in high school, but, you know, those, if you had, a like, a home ec class, you had one of those babies 
that like you would have to change their diaper and you would have to feed them and you they would cry and you would have to rock them. It seemed like one of those babies because that baby was like crying and cooing. But anyways, he had to carry on that baby doll until Tasha said so. And but you know what? Ed was a good sport about it and he named it Carlos. Um for the evening portion of the date, Bennett shows up. He's still in his robe from the day portion of the day portion of the day. <laughs> I mean, no, day portion of the date, my bad. Um, so he's still in his robe. And the rest of the guys are definitely picking on him a little bit. They're telling him, you know, oh, because whenever he won, he kissed Taisha in front of the other guys. And so all the other guys were like, yeah, that was kind of cringy. Um, they're telling him he didn't really deserve the award because, well, during the – they had, like, this tug-of-war event um, – whatever they had a tug of war event for like the physical event of the challenge and bennett decided not to participate saying that he has like knee issues because of football in the past whatever and so the guys bring that up they're like you don't really deserve to win i mean you would a grown-ass man decide not to participate in a physical event you know and then he just completely sucked at the math event but then Taisha walks in. She greets everybody. She doesn't even get to address the guys. Like, she's, she literally had just gone around hugging the guys. And then Bennett already asks if he can have two minutes with her. And she's kind of taken aback. I mean, she hasn't even spoken to the guys yet. And she's obviously like, um, let me talk to everybody first. So she's addressing the guys. She gives her toast. And Chasen asks to speak with her. And away she goes with Chasen, even though Bennett had already asked but whatever. We also get to see some of Tasha's time with Ben. And I can see some great chemistry with them. I feel like I hadn't really noticed or paid much attention to Ben. But I like I started noticing how like good looking he is. when During that tug of war, whenever he was like, they were talking about his legs. I was just like, oh my gosh, I haven't noticed how good looking Ben is. But... Yeah, he just he also seems really sweet. And we also get to see Ivan's romantic side. He blindfolds Tasha while feeding her some strawberries. I feel like Ivan is going to make it far. If you think about it, I well, personally, I haven't seen any major spoilers about who is like the last one standing. I feel like maybe around this time we already know. I don't know. But I feel like I see Ivan being one of the last ones. Like maybe maybe top five. I feel like I can definitely see that. I just feel like him and Tasha are just like really feeling each other. Like the feeling is just mutual there. So back with the guys, Bennett is talking about how some of the guys aren't as fired up about Tasha. And it seems to all be directed at Chasen. He defends himself. He says that he did share some moments with Claire. And it is tough to pivot from that. And then Ed gets involved and he just like starts going at him. He's telling him he's not authentic. He's fake. He's phony. He's a bad actor. And then Chasen retaliates by saying he can't take him seriously. He's holding a baby. He lost the physical competition and that he's got chicken legs, which I just, I don't think he had to go there. I mean, what does his legs have to do with it? I feel like Okay, Ed also was talking about how, like, he's, whenever he calls him a bad actor, it's that Chasen doesn't say 
he knows he knows what everybody wants to hear or what Taisha might want to hear. And they have noticed that he's using some of the same like words and phrases that he did with Claire with Taisha now. And so that's why he's calling him a bad actor. So I feel like there's definitely a lot that we haven't seen of that. He, that, he, that just didn't come out of just nowhere, you know? But then Jason literally just like, he's defending himself, but he's defending himself by making fun of Ed, which I don't know. It was just, uh, it was just very childish but anyways at the end they're kind of just toasting to Tasha and Chasen refuses to you know cheers with Ed telling him that he crossed it so yeah Chasen ends up getting his feelings hurt a little bit <laughs> so during his time with Tasha Ed brings up that there might not be or there might be some guys that aren't as genuine and maybe not here for the right reasons and he does bring up Chasen's name he's saying you know the same thing he's saying how he uses and says some of the same things that he said about Claire with Tasha and alluded that he's not there for the right reasons and possibly just for Instagram followers Obviously, that's probably, like, the last thing you want to hear whenever you're the bachelorette that somebody just wants to go on for Instagram followers, even though it might be the truth. Anyways, so back with the guys, you know, he finishes talking with Tasha and Ed is back. He does say that he brought up to Tasha how Chasen might act different when the cameras are around and how he's not here for the right reasons. Shortly after, Taisha asks to speak with Chasen. You can see Taisha is very sensitive to anything comparing her and Claire. And I mean, I don't think anybody wouldn't be. But during her talk with Chasen, he just confirms that there was a pivot from Claire to Taisha. And he's continuing to get to know Taisha. And they they end up fine. They end up on a good note. So, Chasen joins the guys again, heads directly for Ed, tells him he doesn't appreciate appreciate him interfering with his relationship, and he's, like, standing over him in, like, a very, very defensive way. Eventually, Taisha joins the guys to give out the group day rose, and she gives it to Ivan. And that's the end of the final group day. So it's the next night and it's time for the cocktail party and the rose ceremony. Chasen starts it out by addressing the guys, saying that there's been some stuff said about him, that he's been insulted and he just doesn't want any drama tonight. He even goes as far as like asking Ed, like, do you have anything else to say to me? Because he just doesn't want this drama to be carried out through the night, okay? And... Ed's just kind of like, no, I stand by what I said. Like, you're fake. You're phony. Whatever. So, during Ed's time with Taisha, you know, during the cocktail hour, he does bring up how Chasen towered over him and, like, screamed at him the night before. And Taisha's just kind of wondering why is he getting physical and defensive over something that he says it's not true. So, of course, like the night before, Taisha... Then goes and asks to speak with Chasen, tells Chasen what Ed had said, and she just doesn't understand if this, if this isn't true, what Ed is saying, 
then why is Jason giving it so much attention? Why is it bothering him so much? And she just, she understands that it's escalating and it's because of Jason. He, she just kind of tells him, don't pay any, pay any attention to it. But I feel like it would bother anybody if somebody was out there saying stuff about you that, you know, wasn't true. So after Tasha and Jason talk, Jason approaches Ed and asks to speak with him, just like the night before. And he's saying that he did get physical with him the night before. And if he's stirring a pot, he never intended for that. And Ed's just kind of like, no, there was no pot to be stirred. He's just kind of saying what he sees. He thinks he's a phony. He thinks he's a fake. That's just what he thinks from a perspective of him seeing Chase act around cameras. He's just calling it like he sees it. So that kind of ends quickly. Um, but then again, it's time for Tasha's first row ceremony. And to Ed's disappointment, Chasen did not go home, but Montel, Peter, and Jay did. So it's time for the first group date of Tasha's now her second week. Easy, Brendan, Joe, Jordan, Spencer, Ben, Ed, and of course, who else but Chasen are chosen to go on the group date. It's funny because all these guys are already anticipating it. I forgot what the date card said, but they all, they're like, oh, this is going to be a wrestling date. And all of them are already like, oh, Chasen and um, Ed and Chasen, you know, it's obvious it's going to be waiting for you guys. Anyways, so during the date, they're joined by two female wrestlers. And before they get physical, they're going to work on their smack talking, basically, which is funny because we have some really nice guys in this group who couldn't really like live up to the trash talking my favorites were when um it was chasen and brandon and chasen chasen said something like in his deep voice and he's like look i'm looking you in the eyes and i'm telling you you're not gonna wake up tomorrow or some shit like that and brandon's just kind of like you know what you're right and he just walks away um Oh, and then there was also Joe who was like aggressively being polite and nice, but he was like saying it like in a mean, angry voice. It was just funny. I think this is a really great group of guys. I think they're all cute. They seem nice. They seem funny. I just think the casting did really good with these guys. But of course, then it's time to get physical. It's the usual bachelorette sports event. Of course, the winner will get time with Taisha. Uh, Wells Adams joins Chris Harrison to commentate on the match and the guys are getting all oiled up for the match. The matches start. I mean, guys, same old, same old guys are, of course, starting to get aggressive. They're starting to get hurt. And of course, it wouldn't be a bachelorette sports date if the medics don't show up. I think Ben ended up cutting his foot or something. It wasn't a big deal, but of course, medics showed up. And for the grand finale, everybody called it, it's Chasen versus Ed. Before they get in the ring, Ed asks to speak with Chris Harrison. He tells him that his shoulders dislocate chronically, and he just doesn't want to end up in the hospital. So, of course, he concedes. I mean, it's, it, it, looks, it looks very bad on his part. He just didn't want to fight Chasen. He's scared of Chasen. That's what it looks like. Uh, Harrison calls on to anyone else who would like to fight for Tasha's heart. And from the live audience, 
aka the live audience being the guys that were not on the group day because of course because of covid there is no live audience uh so noah jumps into the ring the match was really intense and eventually chasen does win the match and he wins the overall competition and even all the guys were saying noah lost but he like really brought it he was it was it was an intense match but because he jumped the fence and he offered to fight for Tasha, Tasha asks him to join them for the after party. And of course, the rest of the guys on the day are upset because this is their time with Tasha that is possibly taken away from somebody that wasn't on the day to begin with. So, of course, it's time for the evening portion of the day, and the first guy to take Tasha away is the guy who crashed the group date, Noah. So during their time, Taisha, she kind of insinuates that she'd like Noah to shave just to see what he'd look like without it. And her wish is his command. He goes to his room, grabs his clippers or razor, whatever guys used to shave, and comes back, interrupts Taisha's time with Jordan, and let's Taisha shave off his mustache. And I mean, I think he looks so much better without the mustache, if I do say so myself. <laughs> During Brendan's time with Taisha, I just, I hate how I didn't notice how good looking he is ever since like the beginning, ever since Claire was there. Like, I just, I never paid much attention to Brandon until Taisha's one on one, where you noticed where I noticed how good looking he is. This was just the episode where I realized how great, like, just this whole group of guys is. But anyways, so Brennan and Tasha, they're already really comfortable with each other. It was so cute. Brennan was, like, rambling, just going on, just talking so much. And Tasha just, like, shuts him up by kissing him. And she's just like, you just like to ramble too much. And I don't know. I just thought it was cute. And bold of her. I mean, she's a bachelorette, but still, that's kind of bold on the girl's part. Anyway, so Ben, throughout the whole night, was just kind of talking about how he was excited for his time. And he didn't care if he was the last one. He was saying how he'd get her a drink, get her a cold drink, and, like, end off the night with Tasha or something like that. Um, But eventually, you know, they're all sat around the fireplace. Tasha's ready to give out the group date rose. And when Ben asks to talk to her, she kind of tells him, uh, the night's over. And she does say that she's upset that he didn't go find her throughout the night. But back to the group date, Rose, Tasha ends up giving it to Noah because, of course, she was going to give it to the guy. She was going to give the rose to the guy that wasn't originally on the group date. But, I mean, I get it. The guys are upset. But he jumped the fence, he wrestled Chasen, and he shaved off his stash. As annoying as it may be to the other guys, I just, I think he really impressed Tasha, And I, I, personally, I think he earned his place on the date and the group date rose. This just, this should give the guys, the other guys, incentive to, like, work harder and go, like, above and beyond. We saw it with Bennett. He, like not broke the rules but you know did went above went above doing the bare minimum uh got in bed with her put on a robe did the whole shebang and he won the competition and now um 
Noah also went above and beyond and ended up getting the group date rose. And that's it. That is the end of the episode. Next episode, it seems like Zach will be the one getting the one-on-one date. So the second one-on-one date of Tasha's season. Noah is going to continue stirring the pot. And Tasha is going to be fed up with the drama and address the guys on it. Uh, overall, solid episode. A lot of petty drama. The whole Ed and Chase and drama. The whole the guys versus Noah drama. I mean, what can we expect? And of course, like I said during this episode, I feel like a good amount of the guys in this group are great contenders for our future bachelors. I'm really enjoying this group of guys. But speaking of future bachelors, let's just let's go ahead and hop into the Bachelor Nation news this week. So first off, we've got the first sneak peek of Matt James's season of The Bachelor premiering January 4th. And don't forget, I mean, we don't see much. It's really the first little teaser. Uh, I mean, girls getting out of the limo, girls tripping on their dresses while going up to Matt, literally falling for him. Uh, girls being catty, Matt James telling Chris Harrison he's never been in love. And of course, Chris Harrison replies, it's my job to change that. So yeah, very excited to see that in baby news. Jaden Tanner, pretty sure we all know Jaden Tanner, bachelor couple, got engaged in paradise. They welcomed their third child, a baby boy named Reed Harrison Tolbert. So Jaden Tanner now have three babies, Emerson, Brooks, and now Reed. So congrats to them for their new addition. And in other baby news, Crystal Nielsen, she was from Ari's season of The Bachelor. She was like the one that had like the weird voice. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> that was a really bad attempt at her voice. But she ex- she is expecting her first child with her boyfriend, Miles. She has she hasn't been very public with this boyfriend and just very recently introduced him like in early October. But of course, everybody's talking about how this comes after the end of her marriage with Chris Randone. So her and Goose, as you may remember him, they were engaged. They got engaged on Paradise in 2018 got married the following year on Paradise as well, and they split shortly on February 2020. So they split in the beginning of the year and officially filed for divorce in August of this year. But of course, congratulations to Crystal. I'm sure she's going to be a wonderful mom. I just, I know there's a lot of judgment, especially because of like how soon her divorce and like how soon she was with this boyfriend and stuff but I'm just a big believer of I mean what's gonna like what's supposed to happen is going to happen so like she may have been meant to be with this guy she was meant to have a baby with this guy she wasn't meant to be with Chris and that's all that matters is that she's happy and for some quick final news after a weekend of engagement rumors Peter and Kelly from last season of The Bachelor confirmed that they are not engaged they confirmed to entertainment tonight not sure where the rumor started but they did confirm they are not yet engaged last time we heard from them they will be relocating to new york 
Kelly's a lawyer. Pete is a pilot, as we all know. So I'm sure I'm sure they'll make it work in New York. And last but not least, Caitlin Bristow, former bachelorette, has made it to the Dancing with the Stars finale. So keep watching and keep voting for Caitlin. If she wins, it'll be the second bachelorette in a row to win the Mirror Ball trophy. So in case you all forgot, Hannah Brown won the trophy last season or last year whenever that was um and if caitlin wins it i mean that's two in a row that's great um thank you guys so much for watching or not watching (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening um like i say all the time i know there's a ton of bachelor podcasts out there and if you spend just a few minutes a week listening to me that's great so leave a review leave some uh what's it rate review subscribe do all the above and thank you again for listening bye